I'm Carrie. And I'm Erin. And we're keeping busy. Busy. I keep I say it like that every freaking time. And I whenever I go back and edit, I listen to myself and I think, what a doofus you are. <laughs> when you say keeping busy. Keeping busy. Keeping busy. Bow, chick, bow, bow. Dropping the bass. <laughs> and I just it's so involuntary. That's okay. Most of what I do is involuntary. <laughs> so what are you doing right now? Um, nothing because I finished it. <laughs> oh no! But I was okay. I'm licking the plate clean. I'm yes. I'm licking the plate of my sticky toffee pudding cake. Sticky toffee pudding. Did you make some sticky toffee pudding? I know I made some sticky toffee pudding. I made something. <laughs> <laughs> so. We decided uh-huh. to make some sticky toffee pudding. We both used different recipes, although I imagine they were probably pretty similar. Probably. Did Where'd you, you get yours? Did you take a look at... Oh, I was going to say. Did you compare them? But you don't know which one I used. Ha, ha, ha. I, it would be good if I could also remember. Oh, Mel's Kitchen Cafe. M-E-L. As in like Melissa or Melanie Maleficent. Anyways, that's A. Mel, sticky toffee pudding cake recipe. Ooh, look at that. Doesn't it look glorious? It looks glorious. I wish I had looked up. I have never eaten sticky toffee pudding or seen sticky toffee pudding before I made this recipe. And if I had maybe looked at more pictures, I would have realized how wrong it came out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So earlier we did exchange pictures and... Uh I gave I sent you mine first and you said, Oh no, what did I do to mine? or something to that effect. And I'm like, Why would you say that? And then you sent me your picture and I went, Oh <laughs> That's pretty bad. Because that's not quite right, is it? <laughs> no. No, it's not. So yours looks like a beautiful fluffy cake kind of thing. Maybe a quick bread kind of consistency, is that right? Tell um, me about it. So, yeah, I mean, it looks very much how it does on melskitchencafe.com. If you, I did do it in a square pan. Um, so if you, if you scroll down to where she's got a slice out of a square pan instead of the little ramekin-y guys, um, it looks very similar to that. It definitely has a bit more texture than your typical cake. Uh, it's not like a fluffy chiffon kind of thing, um, but it's not really a quick bread either. It almost has a little bit of chewiness to it, which I actually love. Um, I think it's great. Uh, okay. I love the whole thing. I don't know. I don't even know where to go with this. (laughs) I've had sticky toffee pudding before, and I have to say this recipe that I made, though I love it and would definitely, definitely 100% make it again, maybe tomorrow. (laughs) My experience has been a little different in restaurants. I think it's because, now I've read the recipe that you used. Do you want to tell people what you used? No, because I'm eating. Okay. Um, I read over the recipe that you used, (laughs) and it has you make the cake, and it has you make two separate batches of the sauce. And part of the sauce goes on the cake and then goes into the broiler. Now, I have a feeling that's what they do at most restaurants, whether it's authentic or not, I don't know. But generally speaking, when you get a sticky toffee pudding in a restaurant, um, the cake itself seems more soaked with the sauce and kind of this caramely 
chewy coating to the cake that is caused by, I imagine, the sauce broiling onto the cake. But I actually really liked having the cake and the sauce separate so you can kind of personalize it to how much, because it is very sweet and caramelly, um, how much sauce you want. And I liked that it stayed more as a topping instead of getting the cake just completely laden with it because the cake itself isn't very sweet, although I liked it plain. But I'm not a huge fan of stuff that is just so, so mired down with sugar that you almost can't even enjoy finishing it, if you know what I mean. Okay, yeah. So I didn't I didn't have that problem with this, which sometimes I do with sticky toffee pudding, even though I do think it's delicious. <laughs> um, so yours did not come out that way. <laughs> no. So I got my recipe from New York Times Cooking, and it's just called Sticky Toffee Pudding. Uh, I still am not clear exactly what I did wrong. The only thing I can think is that I just completely forgot to put in flour. Which, don't you think you would have noticed that, well, like, that, oh my gosh, this isn't a batter? Or you weren't expecting a batter anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting a batter. Uh, I was thinking that when I poured it into the pan... I think I have to kick my cat out. Hold on. Why? He sounds adorable. <laughs> I said this before we started recording, but he is trying to get at his Christmas present, which is a large amount of catnip. Cat so. stash <laughs> in the <laughs> closet. Excuse me. So uh, I was making this and it was very liquidy. Yeah. And when I poured it into the pan, it just just took up so little of the pan that I thought that was really weird. So maybe you and did maybe just completely rise. leave out the, sh- the flour. I can't think of anything else unless I left out the baking soda. Then it wouldn't rise. But then I feel like it would have been grainier. It was very like a stiff pudding. Yeah. The American definition of pudding. You know, it's interesting because that you say maybe you missed the flour because... I looked at this recipe a number of times after you said, did I just not put in the flour? And it took me like four or five read-throughs of the ingredients to even see where they put flour. The flour. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she didn't put in flour because it doesn't say flour. <laughs> but then I found it. Oh. I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> it's in there. But I missed it. I missed it a number of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I have totally done that before when I've completely just not put in an entire ingredient. That being said, it was very tasty. Yeah. I mean, considering if you take out the flour. In most things, it's just a failure. (laughs) But it's, for this recipe, it's dates, butter, two types of sugar, and one egg. Yeah. So you just have like a... A date pudding. (laughs) A A date pudding, yeah. Go figure. And then I made the sticky toffing, which of course I had no place to soak into, so it just sat on top and became like a layer of caramely topping. Yeah. And I did make the extra sauce, which in this recipe... And then you were like, this seems superfluous. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's just another layer of goop on my goop. Yeah. I have three layered goop. (laughs) Um, And the, the... So they have it sticky toffee topping... And then extra sauce, mm-hmm. which is just a slightly different ratio of the same ingredients to make one thicker and one less thick. 
Yeah. Um, which I didn't understand, but maybe it would have made more sense if I had a cake-like substance that I was pouring it on. Right. Uh, so, yeah, mine came out, it was like mm, quarter of an inch thick, maybe a third of an inch thick. It was really thin, but really sugary delicious. Yeah. And not right at all. But delicious nonetheless. <laughs> I still ate it all. It's yeah. good. I mean, I have but, to say, I've said it in the past. There's not much you can do wrong if all you're doing is mixing brown sugar and butter. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's going to be yummy. <laughs> uh-huh. So, I mean, that's basically the overarching flavor of sticky toffee pudding is just brown sugar and butter takes you yeah. to takes you to happy town mm-hmm. and it did say my recipe did say that it was optional to do like chopped pecans on top or some oh. kind of nuts and i didn't do it but i am totally open to that possibility in the future yeah a little crunch yeah because it totally nice. tastes it has that like brown sugar brown butter kind of toasty like ooh, i could have some crunchy pecans with this i would totally actually my husband said this is like the british version of pecan pie or like the cake version of pecan pie yeah i totally see that yeah so delicious so it was very yummy Mm -hmm. i would try this again me too i just (laughs) I wish sometimes when I make a recipe, I know like when I'm making the recipe, oops, this is a mistake that I made. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm just guessing <laughs> that I missed the flour based on the consistency that it came out. Yeah. And that bugs me. Did you try it with the extra heavy cream on top? I think I ran out of cream and I ended up using half and half or something else. Still. But it's still really mm. good. So Fatty yummy. delicious. Fatty delicious. Fatty and happy. Mm -hmm. oh so good i'm just looking at the picture of the cake i took from earlier (laughs) i mean mine's a good like one and a half inches thick yours yeah yours looks real it's just very similar to the picture on her and and my pictures never look the same but i'm pretty happy with how it came out and like i said i would definitely make it again i think it is a good holiday dessert too because it is adaptable. You can do it in a big pan and just cut pieces up and give people however much sauce they want. You can warm them up, which, oh my goodness, did you have one of yours mm-hmm. warm? I did warm mine up. Oh, oh my gosh. And um, <laughs> Or you can also do like in the little muffin cups and everyone can have their own yeah. pretty little individual. And I think it's like a kind of a special little dessert that people won't always have. Yeah, I liked. I really like the idea of the individual muffins, muffin sizes, and you get your own little portion. That would be so cute. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. Big hit. Big hit, even though it's wrong. <laughs> Yay! So we will be posting both of our, um, both of our pictures of our desserts mm-hmm. on our Facebook site, so yep. that you can go and see. Compare how your sticky toffee pudding might come out. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that I didn't look at any of the pictures and, to and know that see it like, was wrong oh, this is cake and not, yes. not a slab of goo. That just proves that I just scroll through a page until I find the recipe and I don't read the beginning part. <laughs> anyway. Happens. What else have you been up to? 
Um, Christmas. The what now? The what now. You know, like decorating my house and picking out Christmas trees and every single minute is full of Christmas songs and Christmas decorating and wondering what everybody's getting for Christmas and la 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 la. Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. Christmas. Woohoo. And I'm knitting a scarf and it's a big boring scarf, but but it's squishy and it's good. How about you? Ooh, squishy scarf. I like squishy scarves. Did you finish your socks? Did I finish my socks? Did you make somebody socks? I did. I made my son some socks and they're done. And he wears them sometimes. He's like, these are really thick socks, mom. And I'm like, they're more like slippers. <laughs> <laughs> so he wears them around the house sometimes. Congratulations. Yay, socks. And then my daughter's like, I want a pair of socks. Are you going to make those? Um, You're going to leave her out to dry. I will probably make her socks. I probably won't make her the same socks, but I will nonetheless find her some socks. Mm. And you? Well, I have made a uh, baby holiday dress. Holiday dress? With the help of my mother. She did a portion of it when she was babysitting. She actually, she did the hard part. Grammy, Uh, they're the best. I, I wasn't expecting her to do that much, and I came home and like the whole... The whole little baby bodice with a little collar was done. Oh. And I, I had to do the skirt and the sleeves and the buttons. And uh, I just, I was, so I feel like we, it's a turned into a 50-50 project. <laughs> That's okay. So I did that. And I have uh, fabric and patterns for a second try at a mother-daughter sundress for our vacation next month. Where are you going? Puerto Vallarta. Ooh. Mexico. I don't know. If, I hope I said that properly. I think that was, that's about right. I wanted to make a matching dress for me and my daughter. Um, I did a first attempt for, for listeners of the past episodes. You will know that I royally screwed up my sundress and um, did not have enough fabric left over to fix my sundress and make a baby sundress. So, I actually don't think we ever went over your sundress, did we? Oh, really? I feel like I mentioned it. I feel like you mentioned that you made her sundress. And I don't remember, I don't even remember personally ever hearing about the fact that your sundress got super messed up. It's one of those things where I didn't try on, I didn't try any pieces on until the end. And I could not. It didn't like all come together correctly. Yeah, like the boobs were up. And my shoulders, and it was just didn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. That does sound familiar now that you say it. I've got another, a different pattern for my sundress that's a little drapier and hopefully more forgiving. Has a little more ease to it. Yeah. So um, I'm going to do that. I bought the fabric, some fun tropical fabric, and uh, should be good to go. Awesome. We should match, and we will be adorable. Cute. Says me. Oh, and of course, I finished my Christmas card in record time this year. Yeah, you did, and I got one. I got the first one. Did I get the first one? Uh, yeah, I think so. Woohoo! I put them in the mail on Saturday, and then I saw you on Sunday, so there's no way they reached anybody. Ha! And I got the only hand-delivered one. What? That's not true. I had a co-worker who got one. But after you... That's right. Well, that's the important part. Yeah. And those came out. I think I'm getting better 
at the photo shops each year. I think it looks great. Good. I especially loved your your husband oh. being a Christmas ornament. That was pretty entertaining. Me, my husband, the dog and the cat as Christmas ornaments. And then I have the baby sitting there. And it looks like, as babies do, she's grabbing one of the ornaments. Um, and my husband is a... He was a nutcracker where if you've ever seen the ornaments where it has like a string and you pull the string and the little arms and the legs go up, (laughs) he's one of those. And since he's the nutcracker, I have his mouth like open like, ah, there's a baby grabbing me. That baby's grabbing me. Save me, somebody. It's pretty excellent. I'm very happy with how it came out. Me too. Yay. Yay. I probably will not be sending you a christmas card this year because i probably will not be sending christmas cards it has nothing to do with you i love you that's fine i understand i love you too (gasps) love you heard it here first the The l word exciting and new (laughs) (laughs) so what are we gonna do now what are we gonna do now um i had some ideas but they're all terrible yay i have one terrible idea but you could start with your terrible ideas Oh, okay. So because Christmas is coming up, we could do bum a Yule log. Did you hear me? Because if you didn't hear me, you, I said a Yule, Yule log. log. You know, Yule log. A bouche de Noel, if you will. Bouche. Bouche that Noel. Bouche Noel. Have you ever made a bouche Noel? No, but I ate it once, and I can't remember anything about it. I mean, here's the thing. It's like people make a big deal out of it. Oh my gosh, it's so fancy and whatever. And you can go and get like $100 Yule Logs from places. But I mean, really, it's just a giant Swiss roll. Okay. Yum. Yeah. Yum. So, I mean, it's like a chocolate cake that you make in like a jelly roll pan. And you put like, you know, some kind of vanilla buttercream or whatever you want inside and roll it up. And then you decorate the outside with frosting and you swirl it around to make it look like a log. And you can be fancy and make little marsh- mushrooms out of uh, meringue or all that fancy crotola. Or you can just have a stinking giant Swiss roll and be happy mm-hmm. with it. Which is probably, if we do this, what I would do. Just yeah. make a stinking giant Swiss roll. But, you know, every once in a while you get the hankering to be a little fancy. That's not usually how I roll. I am very tempted by this idea. I'm going to the in-laws. It'll be the first time that my husband's extended family will be meeting the baby. Baby. My mother-in-law will be throwing a party so that everyone can come over and meet the baby. And I feel bad that she is throwing a party basically just for us. Uh, And um, it would be nice to bring something. Yeah. Have you asked if she wants you to bring anything? I mentioned it to my husband, and he said, no, we're not bringing anything. Oh. Well, husbands don't know that kind of stuff. Yeah, It's a seven-hour drive, and we will be packed full with a dog and a baby and all of their accompanied equipment. Uh, so the odds of something surviving... Well, you know what you can do, um, too, is that usually when you make this kind of roll cake, it tells you to... When the cake has cooled a little bit, but is still kind of pliable to roll it up in like a kitchen towel. So you get the shape embedded in the cake. Um, mm. So it, you know, stays in a roll more easily and doesn't crack as much when you try to roll it. So what you could do is take the stuff separately. 
take the filling in a Tupperware container, roll the cake up in a tea towel and put that in something and then take the outside frosting and something else. That way you have all the components and it'll only take, you know, maybe 15 minutes to just assemble it, put a little pot of That's sugar really on good top idea. and be like, bam, look what I did. What, what? Good idea. What, what? Plus I just sent you this one, which is a tiramisu Yule log because who doesn't freaking love them some chocolate and coffee flavor at the same time? Dumb people. Only dumb people. You're right. This looks so good. I want to know what your idea was. Well, I was at, there's a little coffee shop across the street from my work, and for the holidays, they had homemade panettone, which looked so much better than the crappy store-bought one. My mother gets, like, the dollar panettone from Christmas Tree Shop, which (laughs) I apologize if you shop at Christmas Tree Shop, but that's disgusting. Don't buy cheap food from a dollar store if you can (laughs) help it. I understand that they're extenuating circumstances sometimes. You don't have to make excuses for people. If you can't afford real panettone, maybe you should just make your own. Because you know what? The ingredients are probably cheaper than even getting it at the Christmas tree shop. Probably. But then I have never had a panettone that I liked. That could be because my mother only buys it from Christmas tree shop. Could be. So I was wondering if it might be tastier homemade. You know, it's ba- it has like the same kind of idea as like a fruitcake kind of thing, right? But it looks more bread-like, which I find intriguing mm-hmm. because the whole super dense fruitcake with crazy, weird, non-natural looking fruit bits in it does not really <laughs> appeal to me at all. No, but panettone so, is much lighter. That's, yeah, isn't it? It looks almost brioche mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Yeah, my problem with it is that it always seems dry and bland. Hmm. Cause actually, you know what it reminds me of? It looks almost like Portuguese sweet bread. I love Portuguese sweet bread. Hmm. Have you ever had one? Had. No, I have not. So sometimes there, it's a very similar shape too, except usually a little wider. But it looks kind of, it has that almost mushroomy kind of thing where you can tell it was baked in a ring and the top kind of mushrooms out just a little bit. And it it just, like, I've taken one before from the grocery store and just eaten it hunk style. Just reached into the bag and just torn off (laughs) giant chunks of it. And in two days, eaten the entire loaf by myself. So Mm -hmm. if panettone is anything like that, I would be on board for trying it at some point. I'm very excited by this Yule Log. I think that it would be very presentable. And the way you described it, something that I could transport with me Mm. yeah so i think i would like to do that if you're up for it okay let's do it it's it's very rare that we both are like hey both of our ideas are pretty yummy sounding Uh, i still think panettone is disgusting and until i eat one that isn't i will continue to think that okay well then you log it is (laughs) (laughs) i know that was my my suggestion was panettone but uh, I am super excited. I have, I've got, I got lots of ideas now where I could get like a flat tip on the the pastry bag and make it look like bark, and Ooh. then I could do homemade marshmallows that look like the mushroom. And if you t- kind of toast the top, it'll get the brown on the top that looks like the mushroom. Oh, you're and giving then, me all your best ideas, and I'm gonna steal them all. Yeah, but that's okay because I'm gonna execute it better. What? <laughs> Just like I did the sticky toffee pudding. Just like sticky toffee pudding. 
And that any extra marshmallow I have, I'll um, make you can keep mini chocolate. marshmallows for hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. Woo! I'm excited. I will say that you have had more um, success with marshmallows than I think I have. You have more consistent success. Like if I was going to an in-law's house, never, never would I additionally add to my workload making marshmallows. That would be an absolute (laughs) guarantee for failure. Well, that's something you could do like a couple days in advance. As long as you have them in like a Ziploc baggie, they're not going to go stale. I guess. That's right. Speaking of something that I thought of and didn't say out loud. um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure you can say that. Okay, okay. Speaking about the thing Uh, I didn't say. (laughs) So I use Alton Brown's marshmallow recipe. Yes. And I forgot to mention that I tried another Alton Brown recipe, which is for homemade eggnog. Oh. And And it's an aged eggnog. So um, I made it a couple weeks ago. I am in complete suspense right now. I just want to know, was it good? Oh, it's aged. It's not done aging. Oh, I'm terrified, but I'm gonna. It, uh, all I was gonna say says, that does sound scary. That you're aging your eggnog is an eggnog something you have to drink right away. No, it's not apparently. So Alden Brown says that you should age this for at least two weeks. <gasps> but, That's so um, scary. But he, it's like he prefers. To, he tries to age it for at least two months. Oh my so god! Mine- <laughs> two month old egg milk. That's. <laughs> That's well, the thing not, is, he explains right. that you need you need twenty percent alcohol to uh, liquid volume uh, in order to kill everything. And I use pasteurized eggs, so it should be fine. Uh, and it's refrigerated this whole time, so it's aging in the fridge. Uh, but I, I'm super nervous. It'll be a month old right at Christmas, so I'm gonna bring it to the in-laws, and hopefully, it will be delicious. And not kill anyone. Oh my gosh, I'm reading an Alton Brown thing right now about eggnog, and it's the article is entitled "We Aged Eggnog for One Year to See if It's Worth the Wait." And I don't know. I'm reading it. Scroll to the bottom. <laughs> Spoilers. Well, we tasted and found out. Is it safe? Statistically, blah blah blah. Okay, so he's saying even. Even for a year, it's still super safe because of the amount of booze in there. Given an alcohol content of 20%, eggnog comes out the other end completely sterile after just 24 hours. That's cleaner than eggnog bought in sealed cartons from the supermarket. So there. So it is safe. It is safer than not old eggnog, which is weird. (laughs) I'm just worried that it won't taste good. Well, we'll see. it does say tasters unanimously prefer the fresh stuff over the aged. But it doesn't say that it was curdled and disgusting and made him want to vomit, so there's that. It, he, aged eggnog is more aggressive, the booze comes out stronger, and there are mm. medicinal, almost minty flavors. Almost like you spiked your eggnog with an herbal liqueur like Fernet. That sounds lovely. It does have, I made a half batch from his recipe, which required, shoot, I can't remember if it was a cup before or after I halved it, because I made this thing two weeks ago, but I'll say it's a cup, um, cup of whiskey, cup of rum, cup of cognac, 
That's lots of booze. That's and an, an expensive concoction there. Yep. And it required uh, heavy cream, half and half, and whole milk. I don't know. I feel like if you mix milk and heavy cream, isn't that half and half? Why not just all um, half and half? I think so, except I think the half and half is homogenized, whereas if you mix milk and heavy cream together, it doesn't necessarily stay, you know, all throughout. It kind of okay. separates if left to its own devices. Fair enough. So I will let you know how that comes out. That's exciting. I am interested survive. to see this as well. <laughs> I know I've had homemade um, Irish cream before. Mm, which I believe does also have egg in it, which is not, you know, cooked to any extent. You just blend it together with, I think, cream and some kind of booze and then let it sit. So it's kind of similar in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's got to be whiskey, I would think. In Irish cream? Maybe. That sounds right. So next week, we will, or next time, we will hear the results of your delicious eggnog experiment and mm-hmm. and, and we will have you logs well we probably won't have them anymore because we're probably gonna eat mm. them probably yeah i don't think we'll have the next episode out before christmas mm, probably not because i am super lame so if you've had aged milk egg drink let me know that you survived. Send us an email. <laughs> Keeping busy podcast at gmail.com. Don't you think if they didn't survive, they wouldn't email us? So if I get no emails, <laughs> then it's not safe. Uh-oh. Check out the pictures of our sticky toffee puddings on our Facebook page. Just search for Keeping Busy Podcast. And as always, if you don't mind, send us a, or give us a review on iTunes. And that would be really cool. That would be super cool, because then we would know that somebody was listening. <gasps> and that makes it extra fun. Yeah. To know that we're not just talking to ourselves, or each other. I'm listening. Oh, no you're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> I asked you last time, and you were like, oh, I don't even listen to them. <laughs> well, yeah, but I edit it, so I listen. The one time when I'm editing. I should doubt at least download it to increase our numbers. Anyway. There you go. We hope everybody has a happy holiday for whatever you're celebrating. Celebrate everything because it's cold and it's dark out and you need to celebrate so that you don't feel like crawling into a hole and hibernating until spring. That's a really good point. Yes. Let's. It's not hibernating. It's not hibernating. Let's keep busy. Keep busy. Keep busy.